0: Hello, and welcome back to Onyx Test Bench. I am Christian Ratcliffe, and I am joined, as always, by Jennifer (laughs) Epton. Jen, how are you today?
1: Hi, I'm great today.
0: All right. So we recently had the opportunity Mm -hmm. to go to our big industry trade show.
1: So much fun.
0: Yeah, which is called Cedia, the Mm -hmm. Cedia Expo, or whatever they're calling it now. Not a lot of people outside of our industry have heard of Cedia. Right. I know that I certainly hadn't no. before I got into it. There are other really big trade shows that do deal with electronics, mm-hmm. like the consumer electronics show, which is in mm-hmm. January in, in Las Vegas, which it looks like we're probably going to attend that. We and we'll go do, about
1: every year. Yeah. We'll
0: do a show on that one too. I mean, it just deals more with just electronics in general. Mm-hmm. Um, Cedia is specific for kind of home installed. Mm-hmm. electronics, which is uh, you know, a bit different. Cedia is kind of an organization that deals with companies that specialize in designing and installing systems and electronics for your home. So I thought that we could just kind of go over and what we have stuff for social media that we'd be posting as far as pictures and yeah. videos and, and just links and stuff that we saw. Because really... If somebody is going to come out with some big, exciting thing Mm -hmm. for your home, Mm -hmm. you know, electronics, it's going to come out here. Yes. So the first thing that seemed like it was everywhere Mm -hmm. in the show, and I looked it up and I want to say that there were 16 different vendors with this. And like, this was their primary thing that they were showing at the show. And that is multi-room audio.
1: Big deal this year. Yeah. Really big deal.
0: So, what I mean by multi room audio, and like an example of it that we talk about on the show relatively frequently is Sonos. Mm-hmm. I and mean, that's where, you know, you'll take this little uh, speaker thing and you'll put it in this room and one over here, one over here. Um, and maybe it's something that connects to your stereo that you've already got or your surround sound or whatever. And it lets you play like different music in every room, or mm-hmm. you can sync them all up to where you have the same music playing throughout your house. And you've got like individual volume controls over everything. And it links in with all of your streaming media stuff. Services. Uh, so like if you want to listen to your Pandora or your Spotify or, whatever you're serious, whatever Mm -hmm. people have out there. It was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Just every company that either makes speakers or some kind of amplifier or electronics, whatever, are like, Oh, and check out our new, whatever rando name they've come up Mm -hmm. with to name their thing (laughs) that really they should just call Sonos ripoff. Um, because (laughs) nobody had this. It's pretty impressive. Nobody Mm -hmm. was doing this. No. If you wanted to have music throughout your house, Mm -hmm. you would install speakers in your ceiling. Yes. You'd run wires back to a central closet. Mm -hmm. You would have amplifiers in there, and you'd have audio sources in there. I am going to say that I still feel like that is the best way to do it.
1: I still feel like that's the best way to do it. However, it's not in everybody's budget.
0: No, it's not everybody's budget. And if you've already built your house Mm -hmm. or you're buying an existing home... That would be super, super costly to mm-hmm. retro wires in for all speakers, throughout your house. Yeah. Like it would be really hard mm-hmm. and a big giant mess. Yeah. Now, really, if say you're an audio file and mm-hmm. you really you want that it's level of control, to you. We go do for it. it. Do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's Onyx fun. It's has cool. Done plenty of it. You can get some really great speakers to mm-hmm. install in your ceiling. This type of where you just plug it in and it wirelessly all connects up to where you could go out. You could buy it. Install it yourself.
1: Do it yourself situation. And yeah.
0: I hesitate to even say install it. You're not installing it yourself. You're plugging it into the wall. You're opening up the app. you're pushing a few buttons, and then it's it's running.
1: And it's running. It's It's pretty fast. Like
0: really. And I don't usually split things up like this, but like if you just want to like get it for your grandma or something,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and she's got an iPhone Mm -hmm. or whatever. I feel like anybody could do it.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. pretty simple.
0: Yeah. I know for a fact my kids could do it all day long. I feel like you could give it to a, a six-year-old. Yeah. And your six-year-old could have their kids bot playing <laughs> in no time. Like, it really, in no time at all. So, it's going on and on about Sonos. There were just booth after booth we would walk by. It would be some, like, either like a super high-end speaker brand, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, oh, and check out our multi-room audio. And I look at them like, oh, yeah, so do you work with Spotify? Oh, that's coming next year. Right. And I'm like, oh, and how much is this? Oh, yeah, it's mega expensive. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, so you're way more expensive and you don't have the feature set. That's right. Sonos has got subwoofers that you can pair mm-hmm. with things. that has got a really, really great sound bar.
1: Lovely sound bar. Um, yeah. Just
0: And there's other people like Denon. They have got probably the most fleshed out competition for Spotify with their Heos Mm -hmm. uh, product because they've got soundbars and they've got, they've actually got a a nice amplifier that you can install in your rack. Uh, If you do have kind of the structured wiring where you can have access to all of your streaming stuff and and it's not bad. It's not a bad product, but it's just not, it's not as good. They don't have as many features. Right. It's not as easy to set up. Not as user friendly. We've had one here at the shop and it's kind of fallen offline a couple of times Mm -hmm. and things like that. This is just killer.
1: They've just designed it really well, yeah. and it's user friendly, and it's a beautiful interface, mm-hmm. and they've really thought through the user side, and I appreciate that so much.
0: So the best new thing that we saw at CEDIA that was kind of in this area of the multi room audio was from a company called B and O, which stands for Bang and Olufsen, mm-hmm. and they definitely veer more toward like the design.
1: Definitely. They're out of Denmark and all of their products are beautifully designed. Mm -hmm. So whether it's a speaker or their entire product line is just beautiful. Yeah.
0: You can tell that really they care about the aesthetics as much as they do about the sound quality and everything that they make sounds really, really great. So I'm I'm not saying that they care about design and they don't care about sound, anything like that. No, not at all. Sounds great. Yes. Looks great. You Mm -hmm. could have this sitting in your room Mm -hmm. and people will be like, Hey, What's that? Like mm-hmm. is you're not gonna know just immediately that it's a speaker even. Yeah.
1: It's almost sculptural, yeah. Artistic. It's just so design friendly. It's yeah. really beautiful. We carry them as a vendor here at Onyx and you know, if we have a home or a homeowner that is really interested in making sure that everything is designed well in their home and flows well and looks aesthetic, this is typically the mm. brand we go with.
0: Yeah. The kind of the form factor on things, mm-hmm. you know, some of the things be peculiar. Like there's one that's just kind of a big circle, mm-hmm. yeah. Thing and like I, when like a I walked up, a
1: tripod.
0: yeah, when I walked up to the booth, I was like, "Is this a chair? Like, what yes. am I supposed to do with this? Because it kind of looks like it's padded or something." Uh-huh. And then you go over to it and you tap the top, and the music starts. And you kind of swipe the top, and you can turn and the music it up or down slick. or whatever. And really, like after I was like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This makes sense. Uh. All of a sudden, like if you had like a, a nice modern home
1: mm-hmm.
0: and this guy was kind of sitting off to the side, it's going to compliment everything. Yes. It's beautiful. Is a really nice piece. They also make sure that the way that you interact with it, mm-hmm. just a, it's a good experience. Mm-hmm. Everything. It's like nothing about it is nothing's clicky. Mm-mm, the nothing, buttons are beautiful. Yeah, like they even have like some of their interfaces are wood or mm-hmm. wooden, and so there's like a wooden circle or, or surface or whatever that's actually a touchpad. Yes, um, very
1: natural looking.
0: Yeah. They're fantastic. And they sounded great too.
1: Yes. The quality um, is incredible.
0: It was really neat. So if like if you've got a super modern home mm-hmm. and you've been thinking about something like this, B&O, they're worth checking out. We're going to have some links and stuff.
1: Definitely. Um, Check out our Facebook. We'll have everything on there. So as far as the multi-room audio, it feels like everybody's kind of coming together mm-hmm. on making sure that they're able to stream music services now, mm-hmm. no matter what service you go with. It feels like for the first time, everybody's On the same playing field. Yeah.
0: A neat thing that I came across last week that I had kind of almost forgotten that it was a feature with Sonos is it can play the music that is just stored on your phone Mm
1: -hmm.
0: also. So say it's not necessarily a streaming service, it will just stream it right off of your phone. And while that is occurring, you can still make phone calls or do whatever on your phone. So it's not like it's not like your phone's playing it. Mm -hmm. It's just the stuff on your phone is being accessed by,
1: by Sonos. the
0: Sonos. Yeah. It's just super new. It's a new
1: feature. It's um, really nice.
0: Everything about it, user experience, top tier. Mm-hmm. Great. Something that is basically always a thing at these trade shows, no matter what you go to, if it's electronics oriented, things that people make a really big deal about are the new displays, mm-hmm. either TVs or projectors. New
1: TVs. yeah.
0: It's something that people use every day. Mm-hmm. It's just a really big, eye-catching, beautiful thing. hmm And so displays are always a big deal. The big thing at this particular show was 4k and HDR, Mm -hmm. which HDR, I talked about kind of at length in our buying a new TV episode. So questions about that, check that one out. I feel like we did a good job of covering that. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's the technology that makes the way more colors, a lot more brightness. Mm -hmm. It's just, I had seen a lot of HDR side-by-side demonstrations mm-hmm. because they really like to show that off because without it, you don't quite realize the what you're missing whenever it's not there.
1: Yes. It's mm-hmm. just one
0: of those deals where you're like, oh, I'm super accustomed to this TV. Yeah, it's a great picture. It's 4K. k mm-hmm. I mean, is this is a new, nice LED TV. Mm-hmm. This looks great. All of a sudden, you see one that's got HDR right next to it, and you're like, oh, my goodness. It
1: is next level.
0: Yeah, it is
1: Beautiful picture. Yeah.
0: It's so much better. Mm -hmm. It's so much better. Um, (laughs) They are fantastic. Sony and Samsung, they kind of dominated this show as far as just how good their demonstrations were, Mm -hmm. you know, on showing all of that off. And just LG had a nice booth.
1: They had a nice booth, Um, yeah.
0: They had some neat stuff going on there, but Mm -hmm. definitely the Sony and the Samsung.
1: They were neck and neck this year, I think. Yeah.
0: Probably Sony edged them out just because so their too. booth was better. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't know if the TVs are necessarily better. I think Man. they're super comparable. Yeah,
1: that is a close call. It's always interesting at CV to see who the powerhouse is and you mm-hmm. can kind of tell by how much money they've put into their booth space. Mm-hmm. But when you're really looking at the products, which is the most important part, I don't care if they have a nice booth or not. I'm looking yeah. at the products so that we know what to sell to the clients. And, you know, some years it can be tough and some years you see who the winner is. It's, right. It's interesting.
0: Yeah. They knew who they were talking to at this particular show because there's a lot of talk of how do you control the TV? Mm-hmm. And when you're at a, a consumer type show, like CES yeah, in January, that yeah. is just a look at how beautiful this TV is. It's going to be amazing when you're yeah. going to sit down here and watch TV or whatever movies on it. This was whenever you are trying to control this TV, mm-hmm. you can control this one over the network and this control system or that control system or whatever is going on. So Sony's got better control.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: All day long. Mm-hmm. Sony's better control. Samsung, they're working on it. Yeah. But display quality, comparable, super, super beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: HDR, 4K,
1: incredible.
0: Next level. It's a big deal.
1: It is a big deal and a big difference. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Now, along with the whole displays thing, is how do you get your video sources? to all of your TVs.
1: So you have a cable box, you have Apple mm-hmm. TV, you have a fire stick, all those different sources. Right.
0: So let's say that in your house, you've got 10 TVs mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, it's a larger home, mm-hmm. a bunch of TVs. You don't want 10 cable boxes. No, you don't necessarily want 10 Apple TVs or 10 Roku's or 10, whatever you be
1: able to share.
0: Yeah. So what a lot of our clients do with this whole video distribution thing, you know, mm-hmm. you have your rack, you'll have, you know, a couple of cable boxes, a couple of Apple TVs mm-hmm. or whatever. And those are just sent out and they're available
1: distributed to all the, to all, all the, the different TVs, TVs. Mm-hmm. how
0: you do that when you are dealing with 4k and HDR content and all that kind of stuff, it has gotten really difficult yeah. to really do it well. And so there was a lot of talk of how do you make that happen? A lot of different vendors were like, oh, we've got this new solution, that new solution. Mm -hmm. tons of stuff out Mm -hmm. and there was one company who they had the best, like Mm -hmm. they had the best transmission rates and the highest amount of data and they could send all this kind of stuff. And I'm sitting there and and like, they were significantly more expensive Mm -hmm. than everybody else. And they're like, yeah, so we're doing this right now. We get this kind of transmission rate, but there's a new chip coming out in six months where everybody's going to have it.
1: Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Be consumer based at that point.
0: Yeah. It was like, Oh, so you want me to pay twice the price now. Right. When in six months, every company is going to be able to do the exact same thing that you're doing. It's just the people want to be on this bleeding edge of electronics. Yes. And the people who want that, like this company was for them. Yes. For everybody else. You're just going to hang around. You're going to wait for the next thing.
1: Video distribution is really interesting because we talk a lot on this podcast about DIY, do-it-yourself mm-hmm. situations. And video distribution up to this point has not been a part of the DIY. It has really needed a, an actual custom integrator. Mm-hmm. And so I am hesitant on the consumer-based side because I don't know, even if the technology is there, I don't know that the user side will be there.
0: Yeah. They're working on a bunch of different products to where you can take your cable box and you'll just get it on your network. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have a little thing on the back of your TV that is also on the network. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it'll use a lot of existing wiring and it's supposed to be just kind of plug and play. and that nice. We've gotten a couple of those systems into test. Plug and play is literally the last way that I would describe them.
1: It is. It sounds so lovely, but it is just not the case yet.
0: No, it's been more like plug and then get super frustrated. Troubleshoot. Things not work. Mm -hmm. If it does work, it's jittery and pixelated, and then it ends up in your pile in the back of electronics you're giving to Goodwill.
1: Yeah. You know, it's our responsibility in Onyx to stay on the bleeding edge, but I don't think that do-it-yourself consumers will have the patience for it. Mm. So I think we're a little ways out.
0: Yeah. That's just... But it's coming. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the best new thing at CEDIA, as mm-hmm. far as displays were concerned, Sony had a 4K projector that had HDR built into it. Unbelievable! Um, they were displaying, you know, on 120 inches, and it was just shocking. The video quality was so great.
1: It's so great that I think your mind almost can't tell. Is it a projector or is it a TV? Yeah. Because the quality is so high.
0: It was mm-hmm. stunning. So anybody out there who is in the market for a new projector, mm-hmm. check out the new Sony 4K with HDR. Yeah, it means expensive.
1: It's expensive, but it's worth it. It's
0: a high-dollar item, but if you want to have a killer home theater, yeah. check it out. This is the way to go. Yeah. So really, really, really great. Something that was all over Cedia,
1: <laughs>
0: like all over the place. It's
1: surprising.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, where did this even come from? Apparently this is an industry that was untapped mm-hmm. and we just didn't realize it.
1: I had no idea.
0: Yeah. And that's the video doorbell.
1: Doorbells of all things. Yeah. <laughs> Such a funny product Heaven's to have sake. so much attention.
0: Yeah. And so, so don't get me wrong. We've been putting in video doorbells for quite a while. Yes. But it's like, it's like a little add on to your system. Yeah. It's a being it's, it's, it's a super nice thing to have, mm-hmm. but it isn't like a big deal. This was like it was like all over the place,
1: everywhere, so many booths. Yeah,
0: so all of the kind of the big players and the video doorbell game mm-hmm. were there Ring and Skybell and August. Mm-hmm. I would say those are, are your top I three. I think those are
1: the three. Yeah, yeah, three.
0: it still seemed to me like Ring they've got their new Pro HD version, it's out, nice. 1080p is a smaller form factor it doesn't run off of batteries like rechargeable mm-hmm. deal like the previous one did. So you have to have a wire there. So it makes it slightly less convenient and maybe not appropriate for every installation. Maybe not for everybody. Um, Cause like if you did have a place with no wire and you just wanted to screw this thing to the wall and have it work and you charge it every six months or nine months or year or whatever, that was mega convenient. Yes. But it's 10 ADP. And again, they all have kind of different systems for how you can access recordings. Some of them do it for free for seven days and you have to pay more for after that. And some of them it's a uh, $3 a month, no matter it's what, Yeah, stuff like that. But just to see your video live, when somebody presses a button, that's just baked in, so like nice. that's just going to happen. Yeah. They were everywhere. The best new thing that was there, and I'm not going to say that this is appropriate mm-hmm. for everybody, but as far as somebody who was like trying to take it to the next level mm-hmm. or trying to think out of the box a bit or whatever, Yale, the company that makes <laughs> the door locks uh-huh. that we use a ton of, uh, again, the little touchscreen door locks, and they work great with Control 4. This thing is called the Look Door Viewer. So you took the peephole okay. out of your door, uh-huh. right? And you put this thing in instead, and there was this little deal on the outside, and then on the inside is like a three-and-a-half-inch screen. Hmm. And so on the outside, it's uh, the camera and then a doorbell button. Okay. And so you hit that button, and it ding-dongs or whatever in the house, but then the video pops up on that screen that's on the inside. And so you're not like leaning in to look through little people. Like you can just stand there and you can talk through it huh. or whatever. Uh, but then it also pops up on your phone. That's So, so nice. if you're not home, it's working. Mm-hmm. If you are home, I think that I saw something that was kind of marketing it towards, you know, there was like everybody in your house, everybody from your kids to grandma, whatever, mm-hmm. they're going to be able to look at this thing and see who's at the door.
1: That Um, is so safe.
0: Type of deal. That's
1: really nice. It
0: was a neat product. Yeah. It was neat. Like we haven't gotten one in, we haven't tested it. I don't know how reliable or anything like that it is, but it was neat Hmm. as far as something else. And also, I guess in a lot of situations, if you have the right kind of people, you don't have to do anything. Like you don't have to drill anything out or, Mm. or whatever. So if you were in like a, a condo or an apartment Mm. or a rental or something like that this would be something that you could add nice on solution. Yeah. And the touch screen thing was removable and rechargeable. Hmm. So like you get a notification on your phone, Oh, your doorbells batteries at 10% or whatever mm. you plug it in for a couple hours and you're good for another couple months.
1: How smart. I really like the thinking outside the box, yeah. something new to play with.
0: It was an idiot. We'll probably end up getting one in at some point point sure. And, yeah. and we'll dork with it. And it'll be fun. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back and be like, Hey, remember that doorbell we were talking about? Yay, it's great, yeah, you know, it's great. or boo, it's terrible. So
1: we'll give you a full review, yeah. but for now, we'll put a link on our Facebook for you.
0: Another thing that was, uh, I don't want to exaggerate and say every single booth, but it seemed like it, it was sure every felt like it. single booth. Yes. Um, and this was Alexa. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what Alexa is, it is the digital voice that comes out of Amazon's. Mm-hmm things that you can get in your house. They've got the echo and they've got the dot and they've got the tap. I think it's called the one that's battery powered that you can move around. It's these different little devices that you can put around your house. And then Alexa, she's just there and you'd be like, Alexa, what's the weather? Alexa, order me more detergent. Alexa,
1: turn on the music,
0: turn on some music. Mm -hmm. Let's do this. That Everybody wants to work with Alexa.
1: She's very popular right now. Yeah.
0: So, If you are familiar with Siri Mm -hmm. on your iPhone, it's kind of like Siri to where you're like, you know, Siri, set a reminder, this or that or whatever. Only this is more for like your house stuff. Apple has got their home kit thing that they're working on where you can do some of the stuff with Siri. Alexa and Amazon, it seems like. As far as trying to work with other people, mm-hmm. they are more aggressive.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: About that. Like
1: It was everywhere. Alexa yeah. was everywhere.
0: The biggest announcement for us at this whole show was Control 4 now has got Alexa mm-hmm. integration officially where a person can go buy one of these devices and set it up themselves. And then any light that's on their system, they can turn on or off mm-hmm. with Alexa. So if you're like, uh, fortunately I don't have one in here or mm-hmm. she would be talking back every time <laughs> I said her name. Cause really that's how you trigger Alexa. Turn off the theater lights. Alexa, turn on the office mm-hmm. cans. Alexa set the conference room thermostat to 75 degrees, whatever.
1: It's amazing.
0: It really is pretty good. Sometimes there's a lag. Yes. Sometimes she doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the, uh, just the growing pains of new technology.
1: Yeah. Any uh, budding technology is just going to have these setbacks. It just takes a while to yeah. refine the process.
0: We've tried plenty of voice control.
1: So many at
0: the past. I currently have one running at my house, mm-hmm. which uh, with this announcement has now been discontinued. So uh-huh. guy called voice pod and I'd be like voice pod turn off the lights or whatever. And it would be like thermostat menu. And I'm like, what? <laughs> She's like, entertain. Like, I
1: bet what? your lovely wife is yeah, throwing a party. That all, voice pod is out. <laughs> yeah. All the time. Um, this
0: thing was just bonkers. Now Alexa, so much better. Yeah. So much more reliable than that. And then on top of that, if you want to do more than just turn on lights or whatever, like, say you want to set entertainment scenes up mm-hmm, or
1: mm-hmm.
0: you want, To have it to where, uh, you can say, Alexa, turn on ESPN Mm -hmm. in the bathroom or whatever, you know, we can program all that kind of stuff to happen, but you have to have like your control four dealer involved, but just for the basic lights, thermostats, whatever, you can just go buy one of these things and follow the instructions and set it up and. That's the way we did it first. Like we were consumers, you yes. know, I just went and bought it and set it up using their instructions and it, it worked a treat.
1: Yeah. Like
0: it did work. You do have to know what all your lights are called in your system. Which, that was
1: a little bit of a learning curve. Yeah. But once you're past that, she's pretty smart.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It does a really nice job. And every booth that we went to, they were like, oh, and we work with Alexa mm. and I'm like, you don't say yeah. you and everybody else here works with Alexa. <laughs> oh, you see this new door lock. Yeah. It works with Alexa. You I think see Alexa like
1: walked off with the sales trophy. This yeah. Year.
0: I know that the guy who was in charge of the Alexa project at Amazon, he did the keynote mm. speech for mm-hmm. the whole convention, the whole thing. So it was just Alexa, 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 everywhere you worked and everybody had one. So now we did go to the Alexa booth, demonstration itself mm-hmm. where they went and they, they took you in this little fake house yeah. thing or whatever. And they closed the door and they are like, you know, set the shades to this, mm-hmm. turn on the lights to that, set the thermostat to this, turn on the TV to that or whatever. And it worked really well. It
1: worked really well. It was well. a noisy was smooth.
0: environment or whatever. And it worked and bringing it back here to the office. Once you just kind of know how to talk to her mm-hmm. It was a comparable experience. Definitely. It was good. So I'm going to give, you know, thumbs up.
1: A major thumbs up. And I think we'll see great improvements over yeah. the years. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah, It's just going to get better. Yeah. So yeah. Alexa everywhere. It was great.
1: Yeah. You'll be hearing more about Alexa as the time goes by.
0: Yeah. The weirdest thing <laughs> that we saw at the show. I just wanted to throw this in there. <laughs> Just kind of, a, you know, just the, the oddities thing. Cause you know, there are companies and they will come up with ideas mm. that to them are great ideas. And then once you make it and you put it out there and you're like, oh, I'll be walking around these trade shows and I'll walk by a booth and I'm like, wow, somebody spent so much money developing that and getting it to market. And that's just dumb. Isn't like, it that's bizarre? A, that's a dumb thing to have done. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep, I, I'll even go talk to them, you know, because nobody's at their booth. Aww. And I'd be like, so what's no going on here? Hats. Yeah. And they're like super excited because somebody's at their booth and they're like, oh, we've made this thing that nobody needs.
1: Right. And I'm like,
0: wow. So this one.
1: <laughs> I think that's kind um, of your favorite part of the show. Is- <laughs> I do enjoy it very much
0: because I guess I just feel for the people yeah, who are there Yeah, like put all this booth. energy
1: and time into something. Yeah.
0: Because uh, I know I've done it. So.
1: The oddest thing. <sighs>
0: the oddest thing was this mouse trap. Right. <laughs> and it was from a company called Alexa. So it's like Alexa from Amazon Svelte only. It's, it's got an E on the front instead yes. of an A. The smart mouse trap. And so it, it looked a bit like a Dustbuster mm-hmm. type of deal. And you put a bait in it. And like the mouse wanders in, basically gets tased to death and then wow. it sends your phone <laughs> a notification letting you know that the trap was occupied by a dead mouse and then you kind of pick it up like dustbuster style and just dump it out and then set it back down and you know and then
1: i don't know that i need that in my life yeah why do you need a notification
0: i guess so you know to dump the trap so it's not like it doesn't start to smell before you know wow, that there's something really did going think on. Through this. Yeah, and I'm.
1: That's impressive.
0: I guess if you've.
1: Why couldn't you get a notification and not electrocute the mouse?
0: Just a live trap and be like, yeah. you've trapped a mouse.
1: Let's do that.
0: Take it to the woods and release a yes. catch and release. You know, Jen, I'm going to say that they should make a non lethal model.
1: Can we do that?
0: We can send them an email. Let's do that. And say. Please make a non-lethal model.
1: And then I'm interested.
0: Yeah. And then, because really knowing, oh, you got a little mouse in your deal. Yeah. Go take him out. You know? And then when you, I think when you just move it, it resets. And so it knows that it's then emptied and then, Mm. or whatever. So I think that'd
1: be a nice, I think occasionally in the winter time, we'll find a little mouse in our warehouse that we need to trap, but I don't think it needs to be the end of him.
0: Yeah. He doesn't need to be a tase. no vermin.
1: I may be a little soft hearted though. I think everybody else probably is fine with electrocuting. mice. Well,
0: I will tell you for sure that my wife Uh, is not thrilled at the idea of killing mice. No. Like things like, you know, the glue traps and all that kind of stuff, which are clearly not cool.
1: (laughs) Judging by all the stray animals I've kept in this office. Yeah, that's
0: right. (laughs) Uh, They, uh Tasing mice and letting you know that it's right. gone down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're in the market for a mouse taser, check out Electra's Smart Mouse Trap. Yeah. The bloke at the booth super enthusiastic. Very about this excited thing. about it.
1: Alexa with an E.
0: Yeah. Smart mouse trap. And I really am going to send him an email about a non-lethal. i
1: I would be interested model. in that model. I would buy that.
0: Yeah. So. There you go. There
1: you go. <laughs> Oddest thing at CEDIA this year.
0: Yeah. So there <laughs> were uh, a bajillion or so booze mm-hmm. at CEDIA, and so just many tons and tons of different stuff. Uh, I think we've distilled it down to the highlights here. Yeah. Be sure and pop on to our Facebook. We're going to have lots of links yes. uh, to different videos that were actually taken at the trade show, of mm-hmm. uh, some of the things that we've talked about, and just some other stuff. You'll get to see the mousetrap guy. He's on there. And uh, yeah, check those out. And uh, if anybody has any questions or comments, leave those for us on there. And I super appreciate you being here, helping me out with this uh, episode, Jen, and going to the show was so much fun.
1: The show is always fun. It's always interesting to see what's new and approved.
0: Yeah. Uh, Great, great Onyx trip. I certainly hope everybody out there has a wonderful week.
1: Bye-bye. To stay connected, follow us on Facebook at Onyx Test Bench.